InfoTrack continues. Once again, here's Chris Whitting. There's good news about air pollution in the U.S. It has dropped a lot in the past two decades. But an expert says we're not in the clear just yet. Pollution's still a real health issue. Here with the story, InfoTrack's Gina Tedesco. Gina? Thanks, Chris. Our country is growing in population, using more electricity than ever, and we're driving more miles. Sounds like a formula for more air pollution, but instead the air has gotten cleaner and deaths related to air pollution are down by almost half. That's from a new study by the University of North Carolina Gillings School of Global Public Health. Joining us now is Professor Jason West, an author of the study. Professor, your study is certainly welcome news. What caused the decline? Well, air pollutant concentrations are going down and have gone down pretty significantly since 1990 or so. The real driver of that, I think, is air pollution regulations. So stronger air pollution regulations over this period, starting with the 1990 Clean Air Act amendments, air quality standards and regulations to support those standards have been the main drivers of air pollution concentrations going down over this period. And in addition to the regulations on what's called brown technology, that is the traditional power generation plant, do we know if green technology such as solar or wind power is also reducing pollution? It is. That effect is probably more modest over this period. But if we look, especially in the last decade, wind has grown pretty substantially and natural gas as well has grown pretty substantially displacing coal, and these are big winners. Coal is a source of a lot of air pollution, so displacing coal is a winning situation for cleaning up the air. And there's growing interest now in electric cars. Are they less polluting, and might they already be playing a role in reducing pollution, even if just a modest role? I'd say the role is modest at present. And electric cars, it depends on where the electricity is coming from. In some parts of the country, it could possibly make air pollution worse, but in much of the country, electric cars would be expected to make it better. But as we go forward, if the electrical grid continues to get cleaner, we expect then a benefit of electric cars to grow even more as the sources of electricity get cleaner. Now, in your study, you focused on two pollutants, ozone and this very tiny particle. Can you describe that particle and where it comes from? PM2.5 is a mixture of a lot of different particles from different sources that have different chemical composition. It's the concentration of all particles that are smaller than two and a half microns in diameter, and that's much smaller than the width of a human hair, for example. So these are microscopic particles that can't be seen individually by the naked eye. And if we looked at the number of particles, we might have a million or so particles in even just a cubic centimeter of air, a very small volume. So there's a lot of these particles around us all the time. They come from natural sources, from windblown dust, from industry, from motor vehicles, from fires, from a lot of other activities that we engage in every day. That and other air pollution can cause some pretty serious health problems that lead to death. What are some of those diseases? We know that air pollution causes people to die prematurely due to several causes, one being lung disease that may not be surprising, including, for example, chronic obstructive pulmonary disease. It includes lung cancer, but it also includes stroke and heart attack. And in fact, stroke and heart attack are two of the most important causes of death in the United States. 
And so because air pollution influences these very important causes of death in the U.S., it has an important effect on the total deaths that we see in the United States. For some perspective, the numbers of deaths that are caused by air pollution, we estimated in 2010, about 70,000 deaths or so. That's one of every 35 deaths. And that's actually as much as all gun shootings and all traffic accidents combined. We're visiting with Professor Jason West regarding a new study showing air pollution and related deaths are down. And you indicated the numbers of 2010, but there were 135,000 deaths in 1990. So a big drop, but still more work to do, it seems like. Well, I would say so, and a lot of people concerned about public health and respiratory diseases and heart diseases would also say so. Certainly, there's a lot of attention from the public health community that's increasing as we learn better what these numbers are. You spoke about the tiny particles that you studied, about 3% the size of a human hair. Can a typical air filtration system at home capture these and protect us indoors? Many air filters that you would put in your air conditioning or home heating systems can trap some of that pollution, and that certainly helps us in the indoor environment. So yes, the answer is partially yes, that those things will certainly help. Is there anything else that we can do to protect ourselves from air pollution? On very severely polluted days, the advice is to stay inside and not exercise. By exercising, we're drawing pollution deeper into our lungs, and so uh, just holding back from exercising on days that if you see uh, orange or red, for example, air quality emergency, you'd be advised not to exercise on those days and stay inside if you can. Now let's flip the coin over and ask, what can we do, if anything, to reduce air pollution? Well, I think it's addressing the sources, and obviously we've made tremendous strides, and this is, I think, a story, both an environmental regulation success story and a public health success story that's not often told. But we've cleaned our air pretty significantly, and many of the things that we could continue to do to improve our air would be to drive cleaner vehicles, to continue to move away from coal as a source of electricity and for industrial purposes, Getting off of fossil fuels to the extent possible, renewables and nuclear would be some directions we could go in that would help resolve the air pollution problem. Finally, Professor, studies show that trees can catch particles and clean a modest amount of air pollution. But even still, would a tree planting program be helpful? It could be. Trees are actually a source of some pollutants. And so you see both effects of trees, that trees can help remove pollutants, but they're also sources of some pollution. That natural pollution that mixes with human-caused pollution and contributes to the ozone and the fine particulate matter, the PM2.5 that you mentioned, that we see today. So trees have both effects, actually. Very interesting. Professor Jason West with the University of North Carolina Gillings School of Global Public Health. Thank you for joining us today. My pleasure. Thank you. For InfoTrack, I'm Gina Tedesco. You're listening to InfoTrack, a production of Syndication Networks.